from the Far East to the Great West. The podcast that celebrates the red-headed stepchild of the Kung Fu genre. Bruceploitation. Welcome to the Clones Cast. Here are your hosts, Michael and Matthew. Welcome to the Clones Cast. Uh, this episode, we promised you uh, the clones of Bruce Lee, and we're going to bring you the clones of Bruce Lee. Hi, this is John Ben from the Clones of Bruce Lee, and you're listening to Michael and Matthew from the Clones cast. Hey, stop, you're hurting my arm. <laughs> so, I've never seen this before, um, and I thought it was pretty, pretty delightful, but I, I, like always, I do all the research on it. So this is another Joseph Velasco slash Joseph Kong slash Godfrey Ho, right? Yeah, well, Godfrey Ho was an assistant director on Okay, it. so who's the real director? Joseph Kong. So that's a real person. Yes. Okay, real, I forget real, that sometimes. Real human being, yeah. <laughs> I, I know, and that. believe me, you, you have a you know reason to feel that way. Because there's also Joseph Hong, as he's, but it's the same guy again, too. And the Velasquez was just to add some Spanish legitimacy to it. Yeah, it's you know like they they'll it's like how they throw I'm liking on some of the names, but there's a couple of these films that they would throw American directors' names on, you know, and and of course Godfrey Ho, they would slam on all these Korean-made films, so nice. it would get done. Right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we have Bruce Lee, Dragon Lee, Bruce Lai, and Bruce Tai. Right. Okay, and uh, I was just making sure I had the name straight because I don't know if I've seen a Bruce Tai yet, have I? No, Bruce Tai, who plays Charles in the Charles yeah. Lee. Yeah. He uh he um he just did the, he did one other film, I'm blanking on the name of it, but uh he just did one other film, so Okay. And then yanked him in. Have we covered um a Bruce Lai yet? Bruce Lai, no, he's um he, wait, you mean Bruce, the guy the Bruce Lee number 3 you're talking about? Uh yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we haven't uh I don't think we've gotten into any of his stuff, but he's, um, it's so funny. He is, he's like this sort of mystery. He gets melded in with another, another actor that pops up. Well, you're going to see, there's another film we'll do. Maybe we might want to do it soon because it's, it was shot at the same time as this movie called Enter Three Dragons. And it's so Ooh. similar and not necessarily in plot, but just the idea that there's three kind of Bruce Lees. It's got a handful of the same actors, Bolo's in it, Dragon Lee's in it, a bunch of the stunt guys are in it. Some of the same exact locations and sets are in it. I'll, t- I'll talk about it as we go. But um, And then this actor in this film gets confused, the Bruce Lee gets confused with this other actor who's in Enter Three Dragons. But <laughs> it's so. But no, we haven't. We actually have not done something with okay. him, I don't think. So I got two new Bruce's on this one. Yeah, two I know well, and two I didn't know at all. That said, I'd have to say because you put the three together in this one, it right. makes it all that more apparent that none of them look anything like Bruce Lee. <laughs> right, exactly, huh? Yeah. That's exactly what happens when you put them together. It's exactly what you do. You go, yeah. this is not the real thing. 
<laughs> right. They normally have a bunch of people who look nothing like Bruce Lee and then a pseudo Bruce Lee look alike. And then in this case, it's like, okay, so nobody really looks like Bruce. But, you know, it's from his brain DNA, so it didn't have to look exactly like him. Good point. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you, you fixed that whole idea. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so the plot of this, if you haven't seen it, and I'm sure anyone listening you have, is uh, Bruce dies, the real Bruce. Um, there's a pretty funny uh, scene right at the beginning of this where they're wheeling him into the hospital, and this guy's like, hey, that looks like, you know, and this other dude's like, yeah, Bruce Lee. I heard they brought him in. <laughs> yeah. So, but then they do the and, she, and, and the girl goes, that's the actor? And she goes, and how? <laughs> <laughs> They're waiting to murder Harry and how? Hey, that looks like uh, you know Bruce Lee. I heard they brought him in. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, then uh, it does the, the thing, the exploitation thing. It shows like him in the casket, his real funeral, explains like the thing everyone knew that there was like the family funeral and then the funeral for everyone else. And I don't know, kind of hitting it home right to begin with. Well, yeah, it does. It, it opens. Now, I I've, I saw this. This is one of the, you know, like usually you'll ask me like, hey, where'd you see these movies hey, first? And, and Michael? When did you yeah. first see this? No, no that's not what I, mean. <laughs> I don't care if you ask me. I'm just making a point about this. If there was, there's a handful of these films that I I will distinctly remember when I first saw it, and this this one is such a definite memory for me. Because it was the boobs. It. it was exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I remembered it. I saw it at the Lux Theater in Oakland, which was on 13th and Broadway, and it was. Um, I remember seeing the ad for it in the uh, Oakland Tribune, and I was like, Hol-, you know, as a kid, you're going, holy crap, three Bruce Lees. Yeah. So I went and saw it, and I was blown away by it. And I don't mean blown away like it was the greatest thing ever. I knew how crappy it was and how terrible it was, but it was just so overindulgent in that just weirdness. I went back and saw it three times because I knew it was only going to play for a week. The, 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 it would go from Wednesday to Tuesday. And um, I brought the second time. I brought uh, my my high school buddy Alan with me. We were uh, in our, we were in high school, junior high school, and um, he uh, <laughs> he came and he wanted to leave halfway through the movie. He he's totally into kung fu movies, but his standards were a little higher. He was thundering mantis, hot, cool, and vicious. You know, he went for a little. So he was halfway through the movie. He's like, dude, can we leave? <laughs> That's so sad. But you know, I would say to that point, wasn't the the martial arts in this were it's pretty terrible, right? And it was, and you can tell there are different choreographers, particularly in the mm. Thailand stuff, compared to when we get back to at the end when they're fighting uh, at the you know the base or whatever right. you want to call it, the, the mad scientist lair. You, you'll notice the the choreography is is very different. Um, you know, you've got a much more chop and block kind of one move, two move kind of fight choreography going on in Thailand and then when you get back to the other stuff it's a lot more animal styles and much more integral integral um, choreography so yeah. but yeah it, but either way you're right it's not it's not the greatest for sure yeah the the bronze fist hurdy <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there so yeah the plot pretty much is that uh, Bruce dies um, a scientist comes in he's a badass he uses some brain juices from Bruce to create not one but three clones of bruce lee that will then be used by i assume the fbi even though they call it i think the sbi 
right. if that's a real thing. I don't know. But they used by them to conquer crime around the world. Sounds so, pretty reasonable to me to make a movie out of that. Yeah, that yeah. Story. I mean, and that doesn't sound bad until you get to. I guess the <laughs> we have our ten minute, maybe fifteen minute start where we establish the clones and all that. And we'll talk through that here in a second. Then we get this really like long Dragon Lee movie, and then we get a really long Bruce mm. Lay Bruce Lai movie. That's or, right. Or Lay, however. I'm sorry. No. Yep, you got it. <laughs> okay, all right. Bruce Lee one, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah, so John Ben, he comes in right away. He's got a, a pretty big role in the beginning here. He comes in, pulls the brain juices. There's a really, really funny scene where um, he's changing, like, spinning these dials on this big mainframe computer, and it's making these different sound frequencies, and that's how he's like programming his Bruce Lee's. And uh, yeah, uh, it's number one comes last. So they start with number two, which is Bruce Lee. Uh, they jump to Bruce Lee number three. Yeah, I guess he named him that. Bruce Lee number one, Bruce Lee number two, Bruce Lee number three. So Bruce Lee number three is Bruce Lee. <laughs> and then finally, we get to know our number one, which again, I think this really is more a Dragon Lee movie than it is anything else. Number one Bruce yeah. Lee is Dragon Lee. Well, when the, when the film opens, one of the interesting thing about it is it very, opens very similar to Bruce Lee, the man, the myth, where it just drops in on this ambulance, you know, rushing into the hospital. Which is always kind of interesting to me because it's that I, you know, it's like we're just gonna, we're gonna, st- this movie begins with Bruce Lee's passing. And this one is the only one where we really get into a hospital and watch him, you know, watch this moment of where they took their time with it a little bit, you know, and we watch him pass away. And then somehow within a minutes, that guy calls the doctor. The doctor goes over to meet him. He gets over there right when Bruce Lee, you know, passes away. You know, somehow he gets to the hospital, dies within 20 minutes, and these guys all call each other and get together <laughs> and get to the to the hospital where he pulls the blood out of his arm. But yeah, that was classic. Yeah, yeah get him over here quick. How long has it been? 20 minutes. Good enough. I can still clone. Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> clone him. <laughs> well, so it does set up an interesting plot. Um, but another interesting thing for me um, is they, they did the two and the three and then the one in terms of the clones. But then you notice it's Bruce Lee one that has like the Rocky theme outside by himself training. And it's two and three that fight Bolo to see kind of, you know, as the I should say train with Bolo. Right, train with him, yeah, right. In the beginning. But it's it's really like we're already establishing that they're not in the same movie together. We've only filmed like two scenes that they're all going to be in the same place at once. The rest of this is going to be very separate. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a shot in the beginning. Anybody watching this, when you look, when they first pan across the um, the cylinders or whatever that the, the the clones are in, that when they get to the Dragon Lee one, it's clearly not him. Like his head's down. It's fogged up. You know, they just didn't have him that day, which is true. This is one of the first things that, that Dragon Lee ever did outside of Korea. You know, they brought him over, they threw him into a couple of films and then sent him back. And he was even telling me that he said, I, I didn't even know what these scenes I was shooting, which film they would end up in. Because <laughs> like I said, the end of the Three Dragons and Clones of Bruce Lee were being done at this, uh, essentially the same time. Yeah. yeah, I read something about how there's a, there's <clears throat> mystery around what date this came out. It's either 77, 79, or 80. I think it got to the, it was in the U.S. by 1980. I think it go. was made late <laughs> 70s, yeah. Okay. You know, it was right because basically Dragon Lee came over, did Dragon the Hero, Enter Three Dragons, and and um, and the Clones of Bruce Lee, which was called in Korea, by the way, the Clones of Bruce Lee. I think it was Death Penalty on Three Robots. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was their translation. Yeah. 
it's interesting that there's no Bruce Lee in the name. It's like it, it would be confusing. Well, that. no, and actually that's true because even in the synopsis, when you look at the Korean synopsis, they don't even they're not even mentioning Bruce Lee. They're basically just talking about Dragon Lee's character the whole time, and I don't think they even mention Bruce Lee as having been involved in the idea of the story. So they just they weren't trying to market that aspect of it. It's like a happy coincidence because they really are. It's full on Bruce. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, so Bruce One gets sent off to somewhere. <laughs> I didn't quite catch, because the other guys go to Thailand. I mean, is he getting sent to... He's just local. He's in Hong Kong, you know, and okay. he's going into the... Um, which Isn't that great when he says, when, he said, when they're talking about the guy, he's going to infiltrate a, a producer's film company, and they say something to the effect of, um, yes, I know the, this guy seems like just any normal rich guy lives up on a big house on the hill, but he's actually, <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a funny intro to this guy. Yeah, really good. And, and really, right away, um, the film fight scenes, I was having a little bit of fun with them, and then there were the real fights um, out by the container with the, the Westerner, which they throw that in there. He's sort of a weak-looking Chuck Norris guy. Who's that? You mean the two guys? That, yeah. The, Al, that's Alexander and um, oh, what's his name? It's but they call him the White Panther and and uh, something Tiger, Quick Tiger, Quick Tiger and White okay. Panther. That was it. See, they kind of that. Well, and I was going to point out here. This is again those two guys, um, Alexander, who actually worked with Bruce Lee because he was working on uh, Fists of Unicorn when Bruce Lee was on there choreographing. Mm. And we've seen him in a number of, of these Bruce Plotation films. But he, with those two guys, if you watch Ender Three Dragons, they have a fight scene with Dragon Lee again, but they are in the room, the same exact room with the same props in it that uh, Bolo is training uh-huh. the two, guy, the two uh, Bruce Lees. So you can just, you can, and, and, and Dragon Lee is wearing the exact same outfit he's wearing in this film at the end. In that we one. have so, to do this one next. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so many similarities. Yeah, we will. Okay, we will. But it's just you'll see that they were completely overlapped. And and like I said, Dragon Lee even said, "Look, I, I didn't know what they were shooting, so they would shoot something, they would stick it in one movie, and then stick it in the other." So that's you know that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Because really, this could have just been a little short film about you know stopping the gold digging producer. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty funny. I, that's like just plot for plot because. How how does that make any sense? In my notes, I just like gold. He's like a gold smuggler, but he's also making yeah. kung fu movies. Uh, it's so it's so well. You know, as you start to progress through this, you start to realize this idea that you described so well as a plot, like this idea of wow, cloning Bruce Lee, having him fight each other, having him go. I mean, it's great, but they it's it's so mishmashed with their episodic you know yeah. craziness in this movie Mark, I think it's what's his name Mark Pollard I think who did um, he's the author of Kung Fu I forget the name of the book but he you know he calls this the plan nine of outer space of Kung Fu movies you know and it's it's so much is it's as a matter of fact I find it to be so self-reflexive in that it represents Bruce Bloitation like in in a movie you know I mean the whole movie is about pulling out Bruce Bloitation out of Bruce Lee and then being manipulated by by the Hong Kong film industry represented by John Ben's character, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's very funny. I could see this from John Ben's perspective. They show him what he's going to do, and they show him his set. And he's like, yeah, this seems legit. <laughs> he didn't oh, and know. he said he knew how, t- he knew this <laughs> this thing was just going to be just, like, weird. But he goes, hey, I'm a chance that I'm going to have to play to a mad scientist, you know? Totally, so, <laughs> yeah. Because I picture, you know, like, again, his stuff, it all seemed pretty coherent. He's doing the clone stuff. He 
I don't know if they lined up for him. Okay, so you're doing this. Then we're going to do two completely different movies that ends with your movie again. And yeah. Surprise. But yeah, and, th- and this whole first movie, which is the movie producer Gold Smugglers, it's a lot of fighting. So there's the filmed fight scenes uh, where they bring the producer in to show the new guy and how awesome he is. Um, the whole idea that now we need to kill him. So there's the night, the real fight by the containers, then the night fight. And yeah. then... He comes up to the window and overhears the bit, the the extra plot. We got to kill him in the movie. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, okay, so now we're in the clear. We know who the bad guys are and what's going to happen. But then there was another second night fight. There was another fight right after that as well. Yes, when he fights the guy. Yeah, and they announced it ahead of time. He goes, well, we'll, we'll kill him in the movie if if so. What he names him. If, if you know, John and Larry don't get to him first. Okay. And then it cuts to Dragon. I missed and he's, the John and Larry part. Because yeah. I'm just like, wait. It wasn't John and Larry. but no, yeah, you know. Was, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. No, yeah, okay. they called it out. Okay. <laughs> that does it. I want him killed. Oh, hmm. I don't think he'll connect us with either of those two men. Oh. You know, we go ahead with the film as planned and shoot him in front of the camera. That's the best idea you've had. This will be the shortest career in history. Yeah, it's great. We can capitalize for years on his death when this picture comes out. Yeah. And while you're shooting his big death scene, I will be digging the gold out of the ground. Burying it there was a clever move. (laughs) Hey, I was thinking, maybe we could tie in this kid's death with... Someone like Bruce Lee, you know, Kids Idol and all that. Hmm. Yeah, I like the way that sound. We could tie it in good. Hmm. Unless Wing Chow and Pei Ming meet up with him tonight and kill him. I told you, I want him dead. That's an order, no matter what. I mean, I miss that because then there was another fight, and I'm like, well, what the hell, guys? You're gonna kill him during the filming, which you thought was such a brilliant idea. He's like, oh, <laughs> that's good. Do it while we're filming. Yeah, we won't get caught for that. <laughs> yeah, and and again, it has that weird sort of unintentional connection to what we discussed before, like Game of Death, and and with Brandon Lee's real life, you know, and and when we saw the little Godfather in right. Hong Kong, where they're trying to kill them on sets, you know, and it's just, you know, it's just it's just bizarre. But yep, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I I felt that too. Right when he was walking away from the window, I thought, hmm. Brandon Lee? I'm like, wait, they, did, they didn't know. <laughs> but I guess it yeah. goes the other way. Somebody else was like. Hmm. And if you watch, if you pay attention to Dragon Lee in this, he's really not talking that much. He doesn't have much dialogue. And I know that part of that was his coming over here and they didn't want to sit him down and have all, he probably, I'm sure the translators were minimal. You know, he was just trying to make his way through. But he he barely says anything up until he's got one scene with the, the, the nurse or whatever when they have a little conversation. They're kind of flirting with each other and, and that's about the the biggest mm-hmm. chunk he's got. Yeah, I don't remember him talking at all now that you mention it. Because even yeah. there's a what I call a Bruceism, but since he is supposed to be Bruce I don't really call it that but um, it's when he's fighting the second night fight with Larry and Bob he does the you know finger gesture grunt on his face without a word then starts fighting yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and he actually's he's pretty good with those there's some times where if you're really into Bruce Lee and you've seen his movies a million times if you watch Dragon Lee and, and, and you'll see it a lot in this movie there are these little subtle things he does that are very, you can tell he really practiced in his mirror because they're not just the typical thumb the nose, flex the fist, which he does like like way over the top totally. sometimes. 
but he's got a couple of these little things like where he just like goes from being like all worked up to like kind of like calming himself down real quick and making a little funny face. I mean, he's, it's pretty weird if you watch him and you you kind of pick him up these very minute little things that he does. Totally, he does the pursed smile better, right, than, right. better than the other yep. guys. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, we get to this next day filming, and uh, it's like, okay, we're gonna need some prop knives and stuff. And I was expecting the prop knives guys to just like have real knives and like try to kill him, but no, it's like hey, everybody go, and they're like filming, and there's the prop guys, and there's some martial arts, but then the bad guys come running out of the bushes with more knives, and I'm like, yeah, wait, so like this is like forensic files uh, fail number one. First off, don't film your guys out there trying to kill the dude yeah but then <laughs> secondly they didn't even try to make it an accident it's just like all right everybody get him it was classic yeah and the camera guy kind of ran off anyway so it wasn't exactly <laughs> you know the whole idea kind of got blown and i could see what they and, were and trying I, to do with the filming because at one point i'm like wait is he trying to blow up bruce because i saw the classic dynamite <laughs> bl- you know, oh, blow up yeah. Bruce. <laughs> then i then i'm like well there was no explosion and i realized oh my god i'm watching two scenes unfold at the same time and i didn't even realize it because they were like oh that's scenes. hilarious yeah then i'm like oh it's You're the like, gold bruce, thing not again. bruce the shark it's bruce <laughs> yeah um and then you get to you do get to see in this scene what a horrendous diver Dragon Lee is when he jumps off the rock into the water. He just does a full on like body skim. <laughs> he must have had his abs must have been hurting after that one. Totally. Is all I got to say. You know. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, um, and I noticed at that point. I'm like, wait, what happened to the other clones? Um, so, and then it finally transitions over to Thailand. Right, and then that boat, the the finale with the fight on the boats, yeah. got, I think is one of the like kind of better little moments in it. But it's so funny when he 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 um, he takes out uh, Chai Lo, you know, the the, the who's played by uh, Peter Lung. The, he just kind of like that guy's got like no no martial arts in this. He just kind of takes a couple fists to the stomach and it's done, you know. Yeah, and you know that's the one punch out of almost every punch in this. I felt it like the guy that. I think that's exactly what you're talking about. He hits him at like the top of the stairs by the water, and this dude just flies down and completely like slams into the water down below. Oh yeah, 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 right, correct, yeah, yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah. Well, my next, the, the, we're in Thailand, which was I think was interesting because it's like, oh, Thailand's cool, and they're like, this is our the most famous market, and I'm like, okay, and like everything seems pretty chill. Then we get to Boobs Beach. <laughs> Right, and I'll tell you something. That Please. sort of travelogue bit there, where they're driving—that's they, been—that gets cut out of some, some versions of this film because I guess they just found well, we don't want to see you know Bruce going through Thailand for three minutes, and the you know the producers are out there. Well, let's get some you know get some production value out of this. So, uh, but that some of that stuff did get get swiped out of some versions. You know, I checked the YouTube version has the Thailand part and Boobs Beach, the. Um, Amazon Prime version has a little bit of the Thai tour, and then they cut out Nude Beach altogether and go no. straight to uh, the attempted murder in the hotel room. Right. Oh, okay, with the girl. Yeah. But yeah. it's still, there's still nudity. So I'm just like, I guess they just yeah. thought it was too just much. Just not over. To have, yeah. 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 Well, and that's overboard. another example. Well, that's it. That's a, that's kind of an example of this movie. You know, we you, you were as you were saying, we have the the two. We got Charles and 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 Bruce uh, Bruce number two or one or three, go, showing up showing up on a beach in their little thongs, 
And it's just all of a sudden these just these horde of naked women are running out and they're just dancing around, rubbing oil on their breasts, which this was John Ben's, of course, favorite part. He keeps when I was watching the film with him, he goes, oh, it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he uh, but, you know, it's it, this is where that sort of exploitative gratuity starts to really kind of hit you. And you're like. Oh my God! We're just watching sequences of exploitation through this whole movie. See, it's not. It's not even. <laughs> I have to say that's why I like it too. That's what. I mean, anybody can look up pornography. There's something so in your face about this. What they were trying to do. They're just like, well, we've got them. We're in Thailand now. These girls will do anything for ten dollars, right? Uh, just yeah, line them yeah. up on the beach and have them put lotion on each other and listen to music. I'm like, what the attack fuck? a guy, attack yeah. one of our crew members. Totally. <laughs> yeah, and it was like he was getting killed or something. Like that was the thing. Oh, you don't got to watch out for these local girls because they'll eat you up. <laughs> then we'll have them. Okay. Hey, what's going on over there? A party? Nah, it's just some of the local talent having a little fun. Mm. You don't want to play around with those girls. Hey, it's your kind for dinner. Just relax and hang loose. I'm like, so yeah. what is the punishment of the guy in the water getting completely I know. And now by you're, boobs? You're, you're tapping on to something that's, I, and I, I know I'm not going to go down this road and, and say it was intentional because I, I wouldn't believe for a second it was. But it's just so, again, one of those things about this movie that was an unintentional sort of effect of it, which is you get this very homoerotic relationship going on with these guys. Right. because I saw it too. There's absolutely zero interest in sex. What's that? I saw it too. Exactly what you're talking about. Right after the girls yeah. and the guy in the water, he like caresses his back and grabs him by the arm, and they walk <laughs> off like backs to the to the hot ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you, yeah, and if you watch their handshakes, watch how long they hold the handshakes for. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then all the and then the next scene, as you were talking about, so a naked girl in his bed. He's just like, "What are you doing here? Get out of here!" Yeah. And then she tries to kill him. You know, right. and, and, and it was classic because she's like, "I I was like told to come here to pleasure you. I can't tell yep. you who sent me." You know, I don't know if it were any of the other action heroes at the time let's just throw chuck under the bus or bruce lee yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean he didn't get they obviously didn't clone bruce you know but you see but, what they're but, trying to do is the thing that where chuck didn't i'm sorry where bruce didn't have sex with anybody and enter the dragon you know he just said no i want this girl and it was so he could collaborate to do the work where everybody else went to boner city Right. Well, he did in uh, the Big Boss, though. We got to remember this. So he just yes. he, he just they cloned the end of the dragon version. Right. Is what you're saying. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. No. No. Not the Big Boss one. He can't hold his liquor, and he yeah. hangs out in in brothels. So yeah. So we'll get to the attempted murder. Exactly. Um, more nudity. I'm like, oh, so this is going to continue going. I'm like, all right. So and this is classic because um, when Chuck came, I think they introduced him as Chuck Charles, whatever Charles Lee. Um, I, I they do call him Chuck, though. That's actually a good point. I didn't think of that. Chuck and Bruce. Yeah, yeah, Chuck and, Bruce. Yeah. and he's the one that isn't he the one that um, like karate chops her in the throat? Oh uh, no, that was uh, Bruce Lee that did okay, that. Okay, that was Bruce Lee. Yeah. I'm just like that is the cruelest move I've seen yet. Well, and that and that was something I was going to get to. Bruce Lee turns into one of the cruelest human beings in this movie because you watch when they come to the scientists, they're just there making the formula. He starts pouring it in the guy's face, and while he's like screaming, he kind of keeps pouring it on his face, and it's just right. you know he 
he does get pretty brutal and and it's so he's he's definitely inherited the the worst of Bruce for sure. I love that part. <laughs> he he just keeps driven it in his face over and over yep. again before he finally gives him like the death kick. Yeah, exactly the death kick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, now we get to a bunch more battling. So that was all the plot we had time for. We had the the boob speech, the attempted murder, Chuck's in now. So they go outside and it's like, hey, look, we're right in time. There's like a shipment being done. So then there's a battle in the trees and then by the water. But then a battle at the headquarters where we meet the... And it's, well, it's worth setting up this point because I'm just, not because it has anything to do cinematically, but the idea that this guy's creation is to kill vegetation. I was going to bring that up, yeah. Oh, yeah, because that was like the next scene is that we go to his 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 lab and he's like, they're they're in there and they're talking and they have that quick like sort of flashback to what it does and they just show this guy spraying some grass and it cuts back and there's like some little bit of dead grass. <laughs> I mean, it's just so it's so ineffective. But then what's I would just to jump ahead. Then we realize 10 minutes later, he's also come up with some formula to make people turn into bronze, you know, and totally. it's like that. I don't know, and and all of this he's going to conquer the world with. So it's 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 just that just overindulgent, weird, bizarre. Let's let's just come up with a quick idea to give make this guy totally out of his mind, crazy, and and you know it's just so weird. I love the vegetation so much. It's like uh, Joseph Kong was like, uh, Jimmy, I want you to go out back and kill that grass. Like do a really good job. I'm going to film it beforehand, but I want that grass dead. But it didn't even look like dead grass. It looked right. Like, it's stamped on. They yeah, just stepped on it or right. something. You looked know? like somebody tried to, I don't know, uh, braid it or something. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah, you said it. So then came the fight, the fun fight where they, these guys had no chance. They were like the <laughs> the technicians, and they were all set up with like, oh, you guys are the best, and yes, it's working better than ever. So now our our main bad guy's gone, and these poor guys are just getting their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, and again, if you the most of these, I mean, it's true for much of the film, but particularly in the Thailand sequences, all the fights are done in these wide master shots. And I, I mean, if you have a great wide master with good choreography and where the camera pivots and you and you place the actors in great positions, you can have some really just cinematic. You know, like you watch um, Ong Bak or or The Protector and some of these more modern films where they'll do that sometimes. They'll push a shot really long and go through a great fight sequence. But in this, they're just sort of planting the camera on a, a fluid head. And then they go through some, you know, pretty, like you said, lame choreography. And then they just cut to it. They don't, they're not bothering him to cover back and forth. That, and you can tell how quickly they were probably trying to get out of Thailand. They dropped the camera, went through 10 sequences, dropped the camera, go through another 10 sequences. So, I mean, that, and Ooh, it just shows, be. you know. And they're also, you know, most of these guys they're fighting are not stuntmen. They didn't go to the Thai Stunt Association and pull a bunch of these guys out. They're just local farmers. And, and so stuntmen sell the fights. You know, you get a guy, you punch him, and you want to see him do a backflip and hit the ground to sell your punch. And these guys are just kind of like, you know, vibrating a little bit and dropping. <laughs> totally. And I think there's a big um, uh, cinematography sin that you, you brought this up to me for the first time because... I never really paid attention to it, but um, it's like I'll zoom into someone's face and then something will happen. And then I'll zoom out to the fight and then I'll zoom back in really fast again. Right. Yeah. Now, snap zooming is very prevalent in Hong Kong films, particularly at Did that you. time. And, you know, even uh, Tarantino would, would use it and kill Bill a lot right. just to like mimic back to it. But this film, you're right, it, it relies on it pretty heavily. Yeah. You know? I kept going, oh, we're zooming in again and back out. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, yeah, destroying vegetation. Uh, those guys get killed. The next thing up for, I don't know the name of our bad guy, is bronze people. So he injects the guys, and they become 
sort of golden tinted from the, some paint, and they're wearing these tidy whitey things that fit in. It was pretty hilarious. There's this scene. Yeah. I loved it. It's um, they're like trying out the bronze guys, so they're just out there, and their friends are whapping the shit out of them with sticks, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, test. Yeah. <laughs> and and then we get into this whole weird thing, you know, where they can't beat the bronze men, you know, which is of course is an old you know, old kung fu tradition in the Shaw Brothers films of the the Shaolin bronze men. Um and then they have this weird thing they drop into again it's very heavy-handed where the woman and her two kids are like yeah. oh honey don't eat that grass it's poisonous i'm like am i still watching the same thing who are these people bobby we're hungry i know honey but you must learn to be patient i'm making your dinner now hmm? it won't be long all right go and play i'll call you when it's ready That's for the soup. Uh, can we eat these? No, dear. Those greens are very dangerous to eat. They're poisonous. At least for humans they are. They're used for growing things in our garden. Now put them down, dear. Yeah. <laughs> And that and that's that's what I think. Like you said, that's one of the things that makes this movie so famous for being just like a train wreck, but also at the same time, you know, it's just like it's just so just it's so disjointed. And then of course, the guys come in and they happen to fight the guy, and it's kind of an interesting moment because, and I don't know where they were going with it, which it's like the one thing in this film you almost go, oh, you were going somewhere when the the women start going, the mother starts going, no, no, don't hurt my children, and the 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 bronze man guy, this guy they're fighting kind of looks like no i won't hurt him i'm sorry kind of like a frankenstein moment like i'm not i'm not a monster i'm not a monster you know it was like oh they're gonna go somewhere with this guy like and then they bruce lee comes up and kills or pushes him and he and then this is the funniest part he put or he kicks him or whatever and he lands on the grass and it's right into his mouth and he chews it and then goes hmm and all that's which of course leads into all of these guys they all if you stick the grass in their face they chew it and eat it it's just the weirdest thing yeah, he's <laughs> laying like, on the ground and he's got it in his mouth and i'm like why is he chewing it like this right it must taste really good or something because i don't know what what would uh in the middle of a fight scene why you'd want to eat but hey in the middle of a fight scene my face could fall in cheesecake and i wouldn't eat it i get exactly there you go that's it <laughs> Oh, that was badass. That was the best. Um, yeah. And then uh, as I put in my notes, uh, my notes were exactly this. LOL, he fell onto the poison beans. And then poison beans for all. <laughs> right. Now we got our weapon, which they probably thought at the time was a great idea. You know, they're like, oh, this will be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's it. That's the end of our two movies. One is the, the Hollywood you know, movie making one. And one is the trafficking of something. So, and we get yes, we get our little fight, and then and then we come back, and we get this moment where, you know, the FBI just cuts, and he's like, "Okay, I'm done with you guys now. Thanks a lot," and shakes his hand, and then John Ben flips. He's like, "That's it. I'm just getting a handshake for what I done." And then he's like, starts flipping out in front of his his nurse, and it's such a great moment because at one point he goes, "I'm great, I'm great," and then the, the nurse goes, "Yeah, professor, you're something." <laughs> Her lines are the best. And then he just loses it, and he becomes like a mad scientist all of a sudden. Again, another one of it's just this movie is just so loaded with these 
over-the-top cliche characters because you know the prior guy in Thailand, the Doctor Nye, oh. he was laughing at everything. We didn't we didn't even talk about that. There was a second right. scene with boobs, and he's right, just like, house. "That's why I keep you girls around. You make me feel better." <laughs> yes, she's like, "What are you gonna do with us when you conquer the world?" And he's like, "Haha, don't worry." <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Hello, Dr. Nye. <laughs> Did you have a hard day? Yeah. So sorry. Perhaps we can calm you a little bit. <laughs> that is why I keep you around. Soon I will be world leader. <laughs> but what will happen to us after that? Sit down. Yes, sir. <laughs> Do not worry your pretty little head about that now. Rose, dance for us. So he has one dancing, uh, maybe yeah, naked lady dancing, and the other two are sitting around, and like he said, Claude, he's just, like clapping hands. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> drinking more and laughing. I'm like, what's so funny? I know it's like this is what's going to make you look more evil. Just laugh, laugh. <laughs> now Joseph, Joseph Kong. Uh, I mean, we don't even know. Maybe Joseph Kong didn't even direct that part of it. You never know. But <laughs> right, could have been a Thai guy. Yeah, so we get back in. John Ben um, decides he's going to get all of his Bruces to fight, and whoever is the supreme Bruce gets to help him conquer the world because that became a theme. Yes, and then we've got this sort of last 20-minute finale where we watch, you know, well, well, first, our first chunk of it is watching the Bruces fight each other. Um, I thought it was pretty sad, too. I thought, okay, now we don't, because I kind of thought, like what you did, too, none of those other guys were really martial artists, but now we have some martial artists, so... It's time for them to show off, and they didn't really yep. show off. Yeah. Well, especially because it's our one time we would get Dragon Lee fighting Bruce Lee. It's mm-hmm. like Bruce Lee versus Chuck Norris. You know, you're putting two of the Bruce Bloitation guys together. I mean, we do have, you know, Bruce Lang and uh, Bruce Lai in a movie together at some point, and you know, but it, this was kind of like a real putting the two guys together type of thing. Um, and it's you know, it's maybe one of the better fights in the movie, but that's not saying much. So, yeah. But you watch and you'll note, this is where I was, where we were talking about it, that these sequences, these fight sequences, start relying much more on coverage. You know, you'll get a couple shots and then they'll go over the shoulder and they'll, you know, you'll see that they're, they're coming in to try to build the, the tension. And, and then again, the techniques are very different. You know, it's the, back in Thailand, it's just kick, punch, back fist, kick, punch. You know, here, here they're going through some more intricate parrying and, you know, leg maneuvers. And so, you know, you, you just have a, it's got, again, an entire, like you said, this is why this movie feels so chopped together. For when I was a kid and I saw it, those those times in the theater and then later i bought a, a vhs in fact i think it was like the second or third vhs i ever bought um it um you know it's just even at that time i was like it feels like they just clumped all these movies together like i always thought that dragon lee movie wasn't really part of this movie and that's why i talked when i talked to him about it and he wasn't he didn't really quite remember what he but he did specifically say look i, I don't even know when i was shooting what movie it was in so he goes it's probably likely that <laughs> it was shoveled around yeah yeah, in a lot of these final fights, because it's a lot of what I call the final bosses, right? Um, right. It's Dragon versus the White Shirts, and and well, first off, yes, the um, the assistants to the to John Ben 
they figure out all they need to do is cut some like stereo wire and the, well yeah and they call it the magnetator you're like oh we just got to cut the mag the magnetator or whatever it's called yeah and then you realize they're just cutting the speakers <laughs> it's just so they can't hear them and then even then it's not quite fully because remember they come down they go all right you're free you're free and they're kind of looking at her and she goes oh my god you don't believe me ask judy judy they think i'm crazy tell them they're free <laughs> you know it's just so yes you guys are free Hey! Stop fighting! Stop! There's no need to anymore! You've been freed! All the magnetators are cut. The professor's been trying to kill you. He's gone mad. He's no longer capable of controlling you. All right, well, ask Catherine. Kathy! Uh, oh, they don't believe me that the professor's gone mad. Would you tell them? They think I've gone crazy. What she says is true, but... Now it's all right. I guess we owe you some thanks. Yeah, we sure do. If it weren't for you two, what? We could have killed each other. But now I think we should contact Mr. Colin. And they'll go after the professor. That was funny. They think I'm crazy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no, what she said is true. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, And if you watch, again, that shot, that, that, that sequence... So this is now the Bruce's have stopped fighting each other and we're about to go into Bruce's versus the guards. Yeah. But you'll see the three of them together for a minute and then it kind of cuts to a different like angle and you'll notice the Dragon Lee's missing again. Right. And it's just, it's Bruce Lai, Bruce Lay, and the two, the two nurses. Yeah. He was never really there. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we get the Bolo fight, um, which is fun. But you know the Bolo fight, I made a, a note. You know, it's just like, uh, I... I took Aikido for a while. And one thing you always notice with the instructors when they're showing off a particular um, move or whatever is as the assistant is falling prey to the move, as he hits the mat, he hits it extra hard with like slapping down. It's almost like WWF wrestling is or whatever it was called. It's just right. some, there's a phony level to it. And that's what that looked like. Like Bolo's just kind of being led around and sort of falling on his side and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's like, like, don't hurt him, Bolo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's let's try to get these moves out. I don't know. I, I imagine most martial arts are that way. Yeah, and again, that's that, like I said, that's the room that we'll see in, you know, uh, Enter Three Dragons. So yeah, they were yes. probably shooting film, fight after fight after fight. You never know when. Uh, totally. Yeah. Back then, Bolo was, you know, a, a discount. <laughs> Unlike today. Unlike today. They drop him in. We'll get three movies out of him in one day. <laughs> Um, and the fight right before that, though, just to, to, to note for a minute, when Dragon Lee comes down the hill and he's fighting those three guys, yeah. it's got this similar, very similar start to how his fight is with the three guys in the dragon, the hero, where he confronts these three guys and he pulls out his thumb chucks, you know, which yeah. we talked about a little bit on the dragon, the hero, which is one nunchaku connected to like a keychain to his thumb. And it's, you know, he pulls it out here, but then he just kind of uses it, doesn't hit him with it and just kind of puts it like he just shows off with it for a second and then fights them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nice. Much better movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Much, much, much better. <laughs> okay. Well, so finally uh, we get to the big end. We have a new final big boss, and I didn't notice him earlier. The the guy that Bruce wants going to have to fight. Or it's actually Bruce... Oh, I don't know. But Bruce 3, or is it Bruce 2 that gets lasered? Uh, Bruce the 3 is who gets lasered. 
you got it bruce yeah bruce lee he gets lasered for some reason um and then it's it's actually is it dragon or is it bruce lee who busts through the wall uh it, it's bruce lee busts through the wall okay. and the guy that he the, the guy he's fighting in there is a guy named Chen, uh chen K chen okay. Ying, i don't know how it's pronounced but that's the the, the sort of zombie <laughs> yeah of, yeah, yeah that guard, white makeup and stuff yeah. i was like holy cow yeah. yeah he really went for it and then uh yeah we get finally to the end the the police come and we get the the classic line go ahead all right take him down to the station let's go oh you're hitting my arm now you're hurting my arm <laughs> yes there it is. And there's that great moment right before that where John Ben runs into the lens. You know, they like to do this thing where somebody comes at it, the yeah. lens and then it cut, starts. But it's it's done so poorly because he doesn't even black it out. He just kind of runs up to him and you see him sort of stop so he doesn't hit it. And then it cuts. Yeah. And then you see it. It's just so funny. Yeah, that was probably the worst cut in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I see what they were trying to do. It was like, I don't know, watching somebody who's just brand new to using Microsoft PowerPoint. They do all these stupid transitions. <laughs> a little, a little geekism in there for you. Oh yeah, but that's it. That's the clones of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Way more entertaining than I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be more difficult to watch than it was just right. Yeah, it was just kind of wacky. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a labor. But yeah. Anyway, I'm in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. You you saw the clones. Uh, I read a lot of reviews out there. Everybody hates this movie with a passion, but yeah. I, I thought it it had some interesting stuff. Well, it does, but it's just like you wonder why you're so interested. You know, what I mean, it's just it's just one of those. It's like I said, the Plan Nine from out. It's like yeah. a terrible movie, but you just you almost can't look away. And and as I said, as a kid. I you know I went and saw it three times just because the, even though I knew it was poorly made there was something so over Bruce about it but not but at the same time not you know I mean it's sort of like ha- had they done a thing where you know they pull the Bruce Lee's blood out they they put the you know Bugs Bunny rabbit helmets on them they get the clones they get them all set up and then for instance if they had actually put some forethought into it and trained them like maybe Bruce Lee like researched how Bruce Lee would have trained and maybe done some interesting connections to how Bruce trained right and then started thinking about adventures for him to go on that would have you know dealt into his more unique you know sensibility as a as a at that time as a, a character and mm-hmm. you know I mean obviously when the the funny thing is when they come in the three guys are fighting the I don't know if it's the guards or the bronze they think it's the guards in Thailand remember the one guard runs in and goes these guys are attacking us and two of them fight just like Bruce Lee yeah, <laughs> and he goes hmm that must be the work of the SBI <laughs> Dr. Nye! Dr. Nye! Three men have broken through our guards and they're somewhere on the grounds. Oh, well, who are they? That's it. Nobody has the faintest idea. Although two of them fight like Bruce Lee. They do, huh? That sounds like the work of the SBI. Hmm. I have to change my plans a little. That was perfect. Uh all right. Well, Bruceisms, uh, I didn't bother because I actually started the list. I, start, <laughs> I started the list and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, especially yeah, Dragon League, he's just going full on. It's all Bruce. I, I'm saving my real Bruceism list for the ones that it's not necessarily Bruceploitation, but it is. Right. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, that said, we do have a couple of messages. So. Uh, all right. Let's hear them. 
Hello, uh, Michael and Matthew. This is Ian Lee. Um, we're I'm doing my radio show at the moment. I just thought I'd give you a call. Catherine is here. Hello. Um, uh, can I? Can we give a tip? Can we give a? Can we do it? I think we should. Go on, you do it. What? The phone number's too fast in the podcast. Oh yeah. Come on, man. So we we looked it up and we couldn't find it on your website. So we listened to your podcast again, and my goodness, you do rattle it out fast. So put it on the website. Slow it down. Um, we just want to chip in on the clones of Bruce Lee, um, the podcast that you're doing. Catherine, what are your thoughts on the clones of Bruce Lee movie? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's got some excellent set pieces, mm. some um, lovely uh, cinematography. It's yeah. got all the hallmarks of a of a Bruce Lee clone movie that we love. Yeah. Um, I would give it, um, I would give it a thumbs up. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I am. I'm trying to watch it. Man alive! It's 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 kind of unwatchable. So basically, they they um, Bruce Lee dies. So they make three Bruce Lee clones, <clears throat> and one of them goes off. I only got the plots. I read Wikipedia. One of them goes off to make a movie, but the director of the movie is like a, 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 a gold smuggler. So they want to kill him, and then and then I, I've kind of it's taken me three watches to get halfway through it. So I'm going to dive back in and do the rest of it this weekend. It's a tough old movie um, to watch. Um, there are some good bits in it, you know, some some great bits in it, of course. You know, any, any evil scientist who, you are Bruce Lee number one, you will do exactly as I say. Oh, yeah. I saw that bit. John ben. How come um, he he's speaking English, but his lips don't work with the sound? Is that a thing? Uh, well, yeah, they, they were quite often... Well, listen to this episode of the Clones cast. No doubt they explained it, but that was... Um, uh, they, it was John Ben, wasn't it? Uh, and they quite often, it, it, you don't have to use all of this, by the way. We're going on for ages. We're just doing our radio show. But the Western actors would go over there and, and make movies. None of the sound in Chinese and Hong Kong movies is recorded. It's all dubbed over because it's uh, so noisy okay, there. Okay, that explains it. Anyway, um, I love what you're doing, guys. You guys is the best. Um, more, please. More, more, more. Don't ever take a holiday again. Keep doing what you're doing. And um, come on the radio show again. Peace and love. Bye. <laughs> We got we gotta love Ian, man. He's the best. He's like, uh, <laughs> and 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 um, I think uh, I love the fact that she was describing the movie. I knew right away she had seen it. Right? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever, Catherine. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. But yeah, we've had that discussion lots of times about um, why the voices don't <laughs> match up. Because in some cases, it was all like you know western stuff and i'm like well still why but yeah exactly it's noise and no that's it, it was, you're right yeah. yeah ian was hit it on the head it was the noise but you know italy was the same way in the in the 50s and the 60s you know it was all uh it was all recorded later or it was yeah it was, the sound was recorded later so but um yeah you know it's um what with with ian said it is it is in many cases unwatchable i'm going to actually real quick because it's playing off of what they just said is that I found that quote from Mark Pollard of KungFuCinema.com. He says, The Clones of Bruce Lee is the plan nine from outer space of Hong Kong cinema. It's the very definition of bad filmmaking and sleazy exploitation. Expect to witness mad scientists bent on world domination, death rays, bronze men, and naked women frolicking on the (laughs) beach. Despite some decent kung fu action, particularly with Bolo, it is so bad you'll laugh or turn it off. And that's exactly it. You're either going to go through it because you're laughing so much, or you're just done with it after you know whatever length of time you can make it. But uh, um, Ian and, you, and Catherine, thank you guys. That was it's great. I love you're you, you're the you're the kind of people that keep us doing this. So 
Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, yeah, uh, be sure to check out, like as Ian pointed out, he was doing that uh, on the air, uh, live calling in, which is just a really badass move anyway. But you can go out to ianlee.com. It's I-A-I-N-L-E-E.com. See how slow I did that for you guys. <laughs> Screw you and your phone number criticism. Uh, yeah. It's true. I am way too fast with it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Anyway. From now on, I'll, I'll whisper it, and I'll be, I'll say, hey, guys, call us at 4424-257-0344, baby. Yeah, you got me, you got me turned on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, thanks again, guys. Um, uh, next up, uh, let me just throw this one on for you. This is David from Boston again. Um I have a question about the clones of Bruce Lee for you guys. Um, I was wondering, how do you think the movie would have been different if Bruce Lai was in it and we had the big three with Bruce Lai, Bruce Lee, and Dragon Lee? Um, and, yeah, rest in peace, John Ben as well. Great guy. All right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, well, I'll tell you something. Um, thanks for calling in, David. That was cool. Um I think, you know, unfortunately, Bruce Lai wouldn't have even saved this because many of these actors were at the mercy of the filmmakers. I, I do think he would have definitely added what might have been the only actor in the film. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, he's he's not he's probably the only one that I think really uh, went out to be a better actor and, and tried to try to put some kind of performance into to his his roles. So it would have elevated it in that regard, I think, for sure. Um, but uh, otherwise, that movie is just—it was the—it's tr- the train that it is, you know. No matter who we'd have thrown in there, you know, Bruce, maybe Bruce Lang and Bruce Lai might have added a little extra, better choreography mm-hmm. at that point. But you know, there you go. Well, I'd say Bruce Lai, the one that was in this, was really just like a low rent version of Bruce Lai. The real yeah, thing. he was definitely the weakest of the group. There's no doubt. His energy was down. He, you know, he had a, he did a few, you know, the fists of fury hands, mm-hmm. a few little shuffles from way of the dragon, and he just, he just wasn't hanging. Yeah. But he also looks the <laughs> most like Bruce Lai in terms of like he's got a thinner face. He's a little taller. He looks more suave than um, Dragon and and Lei. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, he was uh, death ray material though. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, any news for us? Uh, well, I guess we're going to do Ender Three Dragons next, huh? Heck yeah. I'm excited. Right. I know I shouldn't be excited because I don't know how well it's going to go, but I'm glad we're doing it right after this so I can see some of the things that you've seen yeah. and how they match up. You know, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like the, the you know, the, um, the weird broken twin of this one. <laughs> Yeah, it is. In probably many ways, it's exactly what it is. You'll notice the same location, the temple that they had when they're showing the the um, the film director at the beginning when he's coming out of a temple that gets used in this film, and you know, so it's good. Do they bring the booby ladies? Booby ladies back? No, that was the Thailands. I don't think there's any Damn any it. boobies in this I one. Know, Sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Chris the Brain pointed out something if a bulletproof. Um, I think he was talking about the last one we did, but he said. Um, yeah, you know, I think I saw the Amazon Prime version and it had, like, blurred out boobies. And I'm just like, why? What the hell? It isn't exploitation anymore if you aren't doing exploitive things. So Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're going to blur out our bruises as well and pretend it's not. Soft exploitation. 
Oh, all right. Well, perfect. Thank you, Michael. And uh, until the next one. You got it, buddy. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. Till next time.